17 Years Earlier Chapter 2 Let It Rain The phone rang and the doorbell chimed at exactly the same time. Emmeline Duquesne eyed the door warily as she reached for the cordless phone on the antique French table in the foyer. She wasn't accustomed to unexpected visitors, especially not after dark. She spent little time in Charleston, even though her Victorian home was on the best block of Charleston's battery, very far south of Broad. She had made a point of not getting acquainted with her wealthy mortal neighbors. Hello? She said into the telephone, prepared to scare away a solicitor. Emmeline, thank God you're home. I had a vision. Aurelia, Macon's mother, sounded breathless on the other end of the line. Aurelia's powers as a diviner allowed her to see flashes of the present and the future. Unfortunately, they were rarely moments one would choose to see, which often left the diviner unsettled. You need to get over to Seraphine's house right away, Aurelia rushed on. The doorbell chimed two more times. Seraphine and I aren't exactly on speaking terms, Emmeline said, opening the carved oak door. She hadn't seen her daughter since Seraphine was claimed by the dark on her 16th birthday, and she wasn't in a hurry to now. Things never ended well between the two of them, and she had no reason to believe that would ever change. I tried. I really did. She opened the door. A slip of a woman stood on the porch in a flowered dress and orthopedic shoes, clutching a patent leather handbag. The woman cleared her throat. I'm sorry to bother you, Miss Duquesne, but what I have to tell can wait. My name is Alma. Emmeline covered the phone with her hand and cut her off. I know who you are. Your reputation precedes you, Miss Trudeau. It was true. There wasn't a caster within 50 miles who hadn't heard the stories about the seers of Waiters Creek. And Alma Trudeau was the central figure in at least half of them. She was practically folklore itself, as far as the Low Country was concerned. Is someone there? Aurelia asked on the other end of the line. Yes, Emmeline said. A seer from Gatlin. Waiter's Creek, actually. Alma raised an eyebrow, impressed. Emmeline waved the older woman inside and shut the door. She didn't need any of her nosy neighbors overhearing their conversation. Waiters Creek, to read your cards? Get rid of her. There's no time. The voice on the other end reached a fever pitch, and Emmeline was sure the seer could hear Aurelia. I don't mean to interrupt, Alma gestured at the phone. But the cards were calling to me tonight, and I didn't like what they had to say. A chill ran up Emmeline's spine. A frantic call from a diviner like Aurelia, and a visit from the most famous seer and tarot card reader in the state, possibly in all of the South, on the same night? Those two events couldn't be a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences anyway, she thought. It's about your daughter's house, Amos said, her expression grave. There's gonna be a fire. The phone slipped out of Emmeline's hand and clattered against the hardwood floor. Seraphine was a cataclyst, 
a caster capable of controlling the elements. But fire was a cataclyst's weapon of choice. And not just any fire, Emmeline knew. Dark fire. The elemental flame from Heaven which all power all. came. If it Heaven was true and Seraphine all. had lost control of her powers again, the prospects were unbelievably grim already. The destruction would be unimaginable. Heaven help us all. I already called Macon. He can make it there faster than you, Aurelia said on the other end of the phone line. But no one was there to hear it. Emmeline and Alma were already halfway to the basement, where the round door that led into the caster tunnels was hidden underneath a dented washing machine that hadn't worked in years. We have to hurry, Emmeline said, shoving aside the machine to reveal the door well. She could barely choke out the words she said next. My granddaughter.